1: On May 5th, 2017, over 200 organizations, including Tribal, National, and State, came together in Montana to establish the first National Day of Awareness for Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. At the time, and still currently, the murder and disappearance rate of Indigenous women is more than 10 times the national average.
0: Trigger warning, today's trail mix episode is about the missing and murdered indigenous women crisis in America, and we'll mention topics such as sexual assault, domestic violence, and sex trafficking.
1: All of the information in today's trail mix comes from the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native Women, the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center and the report Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls, a snapshot of data from 71 urban cities in the United States, which was prepared by the Urban Indian Health Institute of the Seattle Indian Health Board.
0: Some numbers. In 2016, 5,712 cases of missing and murdered indigenous women, girls, and two spirits were reported to law enforcement. And as the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center says in their statement about this first National Day of Awareness, quote, these disappearances and murders are connected to crimes of domestic violence, sexual assault, and sex trafficking, end quote. However, of those 5,712 cases, Only 116 were logged into the Department of Justice's missing persons database.
1: The CDC reports that murder is the third leading cause of death among American Indian and Alaska Native women and, quote, that rates of violence on reservations can be up to 10 times higher than the national average, end quote.
0: The report also identified one of many holes in the data when it comes to these cases. There had been no research done or published on American Indian and Alaska Native women living in urban areas, even though about 71% of American Indian and Alaska Native people reside in urban
1: areas. From the report, quote, To fill this gap, in 2017, Urban Indian Health Institute, or UIHI, a tribal epidemiology center, began a study aimed at assessing the number of dynamics of cases of missing and murdered American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls in cities across the United States, This study sought to assess why obtaining data on this violence is so difficult, how law enforcement agencies are tracking and responding to these cases, and how media is reporting on them. The study's intention is to provide a comprehensive snapshot of the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls Crisis in urban American Indian and Alaska Native communities and the institutional practices that allow them to disappear not once but three times in life, in the media, and in the data, highlighting the results of a deeply flawed institutional system rooted in colonial relationships that marginalize and disenfranchise people of color and remains complicit in violence targeting American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls, end quote. The UIHI requested data from
0: 71 major cities in 29 states. They requested records all the way back from 1900, though the oldest record that was returned was from 1943. The large majority of records they received back were from between 2010 and 2018. Of all the records that were able to be obtained, they were only able to identify 506 cases of missing and murdered indigenous women, girls, and two spirits in these 71
1: urban areas. Some more numbers of those 506 cases, 128 were cases of missing indigenous women, 280 were cases of murdered indigenous women, and 98 were cases with an unknown status. The oldest victim was 83 years old. The youngest was under a year old. 135 of the cases were where victims were 18 years old or younger. And the average age of a victim among these 506 cases was 29 years old. From the report, quote, UIHI identified 96 cases
0: that were tied to broader issues such as domestic violence, sexual assault, police brutality, and lack of safety for sex workers. In this report, domestic violence includes intimate partner violence and family violence. 42, 8% of all cases, were domestic violence-related, and 14% of domestic violence fatalities were victims aged 18 and under. Three victims were pregnant at the time of death. At least 25 victims, 6% of all cases, experienced sexual assault at the time of disappearance or death. 18 victims, 4% of all cases, were identified as sex workers or victims of trafficking. And 39% of victims in the sex trade were sexually assaulted at the time of death. For this report, sexual assault is defined as penetrative and non-penetrative sexual violence that includes victims who were found murdered and left nude. Eight victims were identified as homeless, six of them were trans women, and seven were victims of police brutality or death in custody, End quote.
1: More from the findings. Quote, UIHI was able to identify the victim's relationship to the perpetrator in 24 cases. Of these, 13 victims were killed by a partner or the partner of an immediate family member. Three were killed by an immediate family member. Six were killed by a serial killer, and two were killed by a drug dealer. Of the perpetrators UIHI was able to identify, 83% were male and approximately half were non-native. 38 of the perpetrators were convicted, while 9 were never charged. 4 were acquitted, 1 had a mistrial, and 1 died by suicide. Altogether, 28% of these perpetrators were never found guilty or held accountable. An additional 30 alleged perpetrators have pending charges, end quote. Here are the top cities
0: with the highest number of cases. Seattle, Washington with 45, Albuquerque, New Mexico with 37, Anchorage, Alaska with 31, Tucson, Arizona with 31, Billings, Montana with 29, Gallup, Minnesota with 25, Tacoma, Washington with 25, Omaha, Nebraska with 24, Salt Lake City, Utah with 24, and San Francisco, California with 17.
1: However, the barriers to obtaining the data through the Freedom of Information Act illuminates the crux of one of the major problems within this crisis. Not only are Indigenous women historically and presently being killed and going missing, there is little and in some cases, no documentation. And when there is, it is only in some instances being filed and in even fewer instances being reported. And one of the major problems being racial misclassification. Nine cities
0: told researchers that they were not able to search their databases specifically for American Indian, Native American, or Alaska Native people. Some police departments could not distinguish in their record between a Native American person or someone of Indian American descent and in many instances
1: indigenous people were misclassified as white or not classified at all from the report quote the challenges and barriers in accessing data on this issue from law enforcement severely impede the ability of communities tribal nations and policymakers to make informed decisions on how best to address this violence End quote
0: there are many factors that contribute to this crisis and the ongoing pattern of violence endured by indigenous women girls and two spirits This includes clarity of jurisdiction among federal, state, county, and tribal governments, and the relationship and communication between these offices, the communication between the FBI with tribal governments, and lack of
1: emergency services, including family services, counseling, and AMBER alerts. The lack of clarity and lack of communication only hurts indigenous women, girls, and two-spirits and continues the cycle of violence and continues to lay the groundwork for this ongoing crisis to grow. From the report, quote, the lack of good data and resulting lack of
0: understanding about the violence perpetrated against urban American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls is appalling and adds to the historical and ongoing trauma American Indian and Alaska Native people have experienced for generations. But the resilience of American Indian and Alaska Native women and girls has sustained our communities for generation after generation. As the life bearers of our communities, they have been integral to holding strong our cultural and traditional practices, bringing to light the stories of these women through data is an integral part of moving toward meaningful changes that ends this epidemic of violence. UIHI is taking huge steps to decolonize data and reclaiming the indigenous values of data collection, analysis, and research for indigenous people by indigenous people, for our lives
1: depend on it." End quote. Here are some of the resources that you can connect with directly who are working diligently to stop this crisis and change the structural landscape that continues to enable and exacerbate this crisis. First, know the facts. Read the report, Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls, a snapshot of data from 71 urban cities in the United States, which was prepared by the Urban Indian Health Institute of the Seattle Indian Health Board.
0: Make a donation and become a member of the Coalition to Stop Violence Against Native Women. They also publish a toolkit for action for tribal community when an indigenous woman is missing, who can be found at www.
1: CSVANw.org. Make a donation and get involved even virtually with the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center who can be found at www.niwrc.org. Make a donation and get connected to Native Women Wilderness who can be found at nativewomenswilderness.org. Make a donation and get connected with wearenative.org and that's W-E-R-N-A-T-I-V-E E.org. And if you are in need
0: of a Native helpline, you can call StrongHearts at 1-844-7-N-A-T-I-V-E. And you can connect anonymously with a Native
1: advocate. And to donate to future projects created by the Seattle Indian Health Board, please go to www.sihb.org slash get-involved-donate. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there.
0: Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard, and Michael Ryan.
1: To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gazeathenationalparks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on the show, visit our website, gazeathenationalparks.com. That's gaze G-A-Z-E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the gaze shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sclios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge
0: that while recording this episode that we were on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey.